0818-715-815. Hello, good afternoon, and you're very welcome to Liveline. We've covered avian flu here, the worry of it, about six weeks ago when people were finding dead birds on various beaches around the country. We were told there was generally nothing to worry about. But as you know, as of from next Monday, all the chickens, hens, turkeys that are currently outdoors, regardless of the size of the flock, have to be brought indoors because of the worry about avian flu. Now, Declan O'Donoghue has contacted us and Declan notes... Uh, that as and from Tuesday, two days ago, shooting season has opened again for certain uh, species of birds. Um, also, by the way, the the shooting season opened for uh, fallow female and antlerless deer, but already seek a female and antlerless deer. Um, that that goes on to February. The red male, he's you're allowed to shoot him since the first of September until New Year's Eve. The red female from Tuesday until uh, the end of February, St. Bridget's Day. Uh, the Sika male from the 4th of September to the 31st of December. And by the way, an antlerless deer, just for you, uh, your non-hunting fraternity out there, an antlerless deer will be construed as including any male deer without antlers of less than one year, i.e. a calf. So you can shoot Bambi. You can shoot a baby deer in Ireland legally. Uh, you have to get a license, but you can shoot a baby deer uh, legally in Ireland of less than one year. Now, Declan O'Donoghue, this is, we're now in the middle of shooting season. You contacted us. Um, what, why, Declan? Why? Hello, Joe. Yeah, I did um, at the end of October. No, there's been a lot of stuff happened since. But, um, and then we've had the avian flu, flu thing, which is scary, and I yeah. didn't know that thing about the deer. But it's just that from the 1st of November, uh, and in some cases from the end of August, um, the shooting season starts and some of the bird species that are allowed to be shot uh, are like for instance woodcock and snipe now these particular birds migrate here from Scandinavia and Russia because we have a milder winter okay. and I mean they fly thousands and thousands of miles and I mean it just seems sick that these, these birds can be shot for sport I mean you know it's even worse coming when they're migrating birds from Africa um, for instance, a statistic I read recently that um, one million turtle doves are shot every year in Spain as they migrate from Africa up to uh, southern Europe and into uh, Britain wow. and Ireland. Okay. Yeah, so much so that actually in Britain now there's less than 2,000 breeding pairs and we get just a couple of them, mostly down on the southwest coast, along Cherkin Island and places like that. But, I mean... The, the other problem with, with shooting, like, for instance, what's inside in the shot is, is lead. So this lead, mm. you know, it falls from the sky into ground, contaminates the, the ground soil. But as well as that, then, birds that are shot that we, may not be collected by the hunter or the dog lie there on the ground. And, and then we have the likes of these beautiful raptors that would eat these because they're carrying. And they're ingesting the meat that contains lead shot, which poisons them thereafter. Okay, so I, I didn't just, know I that. just can't. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a lot of stuff I didn't know either. Yeah. So I mean, for instance, that in in the case of the turtle dove, there's been a 98 percent reduction in their numbers since 1960 in in Britain and Ireland. That's just scandalous. Again, this is just for sport. Now, I'm, I'd be like most people. I'd have no problem whatsoever with clay pigeon shooting. I mean, it is a sport after oh. all. But I think if a lot of shooters realise what they're actually blasting out of the sky. I mean, they, they shoot swallows in Malta and Italy as they fly and migrate. It's just crazy. But but a lot of people even in Ireland that shoot, if they realise how in danger these birds are and you know how magnificent they are. And I mean, the UN came out recently with a report on habitat loss. There are so many things in the world that are scary. But I mean, mm-hmm. we have to be able to do something about some of them. And I just think that shooting should be made kind of a socially unacceptable activity at this stage. You know, I mean, other than that, I'm not really against anyone enjoying themselves, but if they only just realise these beautiful species... So it's open It's open season, to use that phrase. For the month of yeah. September, it's open season on the red grouse. From the 4th of September till the end of January, it's it's open season for mallard, teal, gadwall, widgeon, pintail, shoveler, scalp, tufted duck, 
the Poshar, the Golden Eye, the Golden Plover, the Snipe and the Jack Snipe. That's on the 1st of yeah. September to the 31st of January. From the 1st of November, Tuesday last, to the end of January, it's open season for red-legged partridge, cock pheasant, woodcock and wood pigeon. From the 15th, uh, sorry, from the 1st of September to the 15th of October and thereafter from uh, to the end of January, uh, you, it's open season on Canada geese. Jeez, yeah, I didn't know that either. Is Canada geese Brent geese? Uh, I, again, I'm, I wouldn't okay, comment. Maybe, that, uh, because Dublin, Dublin City Council have basically said that you cannot build in St. Anne's Park in Dublin because of the Brent geese, but it's open season at the minute. On Canada, yeah. you can shoot Canada geese out of the sky. You can shoot grey leg geese. Yeah. You can shoot the, mean, the ruddy duck. Yeah. And as for, I mean, as for the poor hare... It's open yeah. season. The only part of the country where you can't go out and kill the poor hare between the 26th of September and the beginning of uh, March is excluding the following townlands in Wexford, North Sea, East Slob, North West Slob, Big Island, Beggarin Island and the Rave. That's all around the, the, slob, the wetlands there. And so it's open season on a lot of birds and a lot of animals. Yeah. And in the case of the hair there, I mean, the Irish native hair is indigenous to Ireland. So, I mean, if they're eradicated, I think we're going to get anyone to face okay. them. But Shane O'Brien, you know? Shane, you're a member of a gun club, as, as indeed are a lot of people in the country. I am, uh, hey, Joe, yeah. How are you, Shane? Have you, uh, now, it's, it's open season from the 1st of November, I say, on pheasants. Have you yeah. been, Have you been out? Oh, I was out on Tuesday, yeah. Took a day off work. And did you shoot many pheasants? No, no. And in the gun club, you can only shoot cocks. Okay, well, ta- well, tell us what... two boards, right? Okay. Um, if you enjoy seeing pheasants around the country, yeah. take a gun club, because without us, they wouldn't be there. All right? Okay, tell The gun us. club, we aren't just dedicated to this. Like, people think it's just all about killing killing boards or killing animals. In the gun club, yeah. we promote and encourage farmers in the, in the areas of our gun clubs to leave set-aside land for the pheasants to have cover, what we call cover crop, so they can get food from it, they can hide in it and reproduce um, pheasants for the following year, okay? Okay. But that doesn't just benefit pheasants. All them different boards and animals that you've just been talking about, it benefits yeah. them too. Okay. Right? Um, the turtle dove that you're a chap has been on about, yeah. um, they're not legal to shoot here in Ireland. We oh, don't yeah. shoot them. Okay. We shoot wood pigeon and you can shoot feral pigeon and that's it. Okay, so, and then he's talking about swallows. Well, I don't know any country where it's legal to shoot swallows or Swiss mm. or any of them. Okay. Um, but it is okay. legal here at the minute, Shane, to shoot. Mal- I know you don't, did you? Mallard, teal, gadwall, widgeon, pintage, shoveler, scalp, tufted duck, poshard, po- you know, golden eye, golden plover, the snipe and the jack snipe, the cock pheasant, uh, the woodcock and the wood pigeon and the, the, God help him, the red-legged partridge. Did you shoot anything on Tuesday, Shane? Um, no, I didn't shoot anything. I, there's, there's, there's certain, like the strict kind of rules of what you can and can't do. Okay. And then you also have then like just, the, each, each club has their own kind of variation of rules and, and regulations. So, there's also kind of just being ethical, right? Yeah. You don't you don't shoot, but you're not going to eat, okay? And okay. then you only, you only shoot what you what you can hit. So during the summer and the off season, the clubs would run clay pigeon shoots, okay. and so you 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 either get a better shot or you, you learn what your what your limits are, right? So, but there's plenty of boards club around me, and I didn't shoot any of them because looks are just too far or okay. they're out, they're out my capabilities. Well, did you take a pot my shot friend, or anything? What's that? Did you take a shot at anything? No, no, oh, didn't okay. fire a shot. And what, now, type, what, friend, type of, what type of gun do you have? It's a shotgun. You can only shoot them with a shotgun. Okay, okay. so what's in the shot? Just for us city slickers. What, what well, is I, it? I'm, what's I'm in the shotgun? Dublin, I'm from Dublin. Okay, myself. fair play. Well, what comes out well, of a shotgun? Well, Stupid question. Um, no, well, it's just like you can get a single double barrel side by side over and under or semi-auto. They're all the different types, but then they're just... The cartridges would would be in them. Would be like it depends on the the size of lead or steel. What a lot of clubs now are doing is we're converting from from lead over to steel, which is at a great expense to the shooter. Not only because the price of steel is more expensive than lead, yeah. but then you also have to upgrade. You have to have your gun sent off and be scrapped, and then get a new gun, which is what's called steel proof. We're that isn't law. That isn't required by law to do okay. that. 
but a lot of shooters in Ireland are doing that for the benefit of wildlife. Because you, you, because of why? Because we're, we're being ethical. We're because, being ethical. Yeah, but what, what's the problem with the lead? Well, the um, what you say is that the if say for argument's sake, the like the the other chap there, he was saying well, the, the lead lands on Declan, the ground. Yeah, yeah. Declan, sorry, Declan was saying that um, it could yeah. be harmful to to birds of prey. So, um, so you agree? So you recognise that? Yeah, we recognise that. So you're that. doing we, something about it. Be, uh, yeah, and we're 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 making the moves to do these things before it comes because before we're being made to do it. Because we're 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 ethical. We 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 understand. We we're more what, in touch with Shane, wildlife. But Shane, it sounds like it sounds like your gun club doesn't go out with guns. You go out waving feathers feathers or something at the board. When is well, the when is the last who, time? Who, you sh- who said that? No, I'm just saying you, the impression you're given. When is the last time you shot? You are a gun club. When is, oh, well, that's fine. Oh, no, it's well, totally like, legal. You, when is the last oh, yeah. time you shot a board? Um, two, two, three weeks ago. Okay. I, shot, I was shooting pigeons for a farmer. Okay. Shooting feral pigeons were coming in, and absolutely destroying his air uh, crop. And how many so, did you, many did you pop? Do you know? Uh, it was fifty-five or fifty-six. Not one was wasted. Not nothing was left behind in the field, and the only thing you'd know that that I was there was a bit of flattened grass. And, Shane, sorry, okay. Could I come in there? Declan, yeah, 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 yeah. Like just Shane, and I really have nothing against anyone enjoying sport, and most people that would probably go shooting would be, you know, aware of the environment. But in the case of pheasants, I mean, they're, they're, they were an introduced species here in the 1500s. So they're reared yeah. by humans, and then they're released. No, you can't call them wild, but that's okay. So a lot of them aren't shot, and they escape. But what they do then is they compete with wild birds for feed and seeds and, and young plants. And in some cases, you know, it's just that we don't take any notice. The birds that rely on these seeds and young plants and shoots are starving because pheasants are a much bigger bird, and they're, they won't even run away if maybe you come up to them. So, have, I mean, have, you ever, you, have you ever gone to like a, a gun club or have a chat with people from gun clubs? He is now, Shane. That's the great thing about okay, life. Right. You don't have to right, leave so, your, but your no, 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 I, So I, what, I, do, I, what I, we do is we, 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 get, we encourage farmers or some of the farmers are actually part of the gun club and they will set aside land specifically for the benefit of the pheasants, which benefits other wild boards. We also put out feeders for the pheasants, Right. Well, the the crop that the farmers would sow would would produce food at this time of the year and produce cover so the boys can hide it away from other predators. Okay, uh, the feeders uh, that we put out, the feeders that we put out is full of wheat or barley or oats and di- different feeds like that. That also benefits a lot of other boards around. So over the years, an Ergun club noticed that. There was, say, rats and mice hanging around where the feeders were. Now, we could have just went there and shot them, right? Mm-hmm. And years ago, you could have just poisoned them. But what our gun club done was we recognised that there was owls starting to turn up. So we put up owl boxes around the areas of the gun club, which would benefit wild boards so that now they can feed on the rats or mice or other boards. And then we put up, uh, we have beehives where we keep our pheasant pens. So yeah. it's not just pheasants that benefit. It's a wide range of of various different animals on boards that benefit from a gun club. Yeah. yeah, but in the case of, for instance, just in two of the species, now again, the woodcock and the snipe, and I know friends yeah. of mine that shoot and relatives, they would consider, you know, it's a good marksman that could shoot these birds because they move very swiftly. But like, yes. you realise, you know, the loss of habitat and how many, the depletion of their stock. They're wild birds. Okay, pheasants are reared and you can you can rear them in a controlled environment and release them. And so you're clearly sure of how many you're going to produce. But wild birds, they have everything to contend with. They have storms to fly here. They have freezing mm-hmm. temperatures, heavy mm-hmm. rain. And then, you know, they, they try and land in, on land that's undisturbed, which is very little bit. People go out then, you know, t- with dogs and they shoot them, blast them out of the sky. I mean, there's nothing to eat in snipe. You know, you'd want 10 of them, I'm sure. So it's just, ah, uh, I really, I just find it so, so sad that, you know, so, people are so low if, to if, murder. If, if the lad said we'd never shoot another woodcock or snipe, would you have a problem with shooting pheasants? No, but look, I have, I, because I have a problem with loads, shooting. You, so you have got yeah. a problem with shooting. What's your problem oh, no, with shooting? Uh, do you, like, what, uh, what do you have a problem against? Well, I just don't like killing things, I suppose. But I mean, you eat meat. You, know, you just, eat meat. 
So I don't actually generally most of the time I don't eat meat, but I'm not a not a zealot nor anything like that. But you no. do you do you do eat meat though? I would. So would you, would you eat chicken or would you eat burgers or? Oh yeah, I'd eat chicken. Yeah. Okay, right. So the chickens you're eating, on average, they're about six weeks old. They're intensively red. They're pumped full of um, hormones to make them grow really quick. And you generally don't see out. They don't see outside the shed. Well, because you don't know about these things, but Shane, you're you But Shane, well, Shane, well all, all chickens from next Monday have to be in the shed. But Shane, so you feel you feel for the poor hormonal chicken? No, I'm just, I just, it's a double standard. If, if you, no, but you, if you, no, you, I, I eat chicken and I eat beef okay. and I eat rabbit, pheasants, wood pigeon. I eat all of that. But I'm just. I, I just like I wouldn't be hypocritical like okay. the pheasant so there are no like, so like there people are, say oh, the pheasants are, are, are tame or something like that but you go out and try to catch a pheasant there's not a hope okay. not a hope the dogs can't even catch them no, but it's easy, easy to shoot them out there it's easy to shoot them they're a big bird yeah you wouldn't yeah, want to be you would think have you, have you ever done clay pigeon shooting uh, I actually done clay pigeon shooting and it was quite good but actually my father was the Irish army so um, yeah, but it's just that I just can't, back to the original thing, killing wild birds that migrate here, that doesn't make any sense. You know, okay, right, but, but so. look, bear with me on this, right? A few years ago in the UK, they banned hair coursing. People were, oh my God, the poor hares, they're being coursed, dogs are chasing, dogs are killing them, and it got yeah. banned. What happened to the hares in the UK after that? Their numbers plummeted. They dropped dramatically, right? They're actually now, they're not on an endangered species lease, uh, list, but they're not far off it. No, but it's not. But one of the, one of the big shame. reasons was... Right, yeah. No, no, Joe, give me a chance. Okay. Give me a chance. Right. What happened was the people who were against all this got it banned. The people who promoted and looked after the hair were the people who hunted them. They encouraged farmers to keep the land to sustain the hair population. When there was no reason for the farmers to do it, they didn't, they didn't bother. And when... The people who deemed that they cared so much about hairs and got hair course and banned, they moved on to the next thing that they wanted banned, right? And the hair numbers dropped. So the lads don't go out hunting. The hair numbers yeah. dropped because there's no there's no there's no benefit of them to the area. Yeah, but they're not right. Yeah. And like, so, but, but, but right now there's farmers and gun clubs promoting and keeping land specifically for the benefit of pheasants, ducks, woodcock, snipe. And all the other animals that live in those areas benefit from that too, right? Yeah, now, yeah. not just animals, right? In our club, there was young, there was young lads who were up to no good, hanging about, doing all sorts. We got them lads to come in and help us feed the pheasants, walk with us. Some of them got interested in the shooting. We, we taught them what it was and showed them what it was all about. And some of them got dogs and we showed them how to train the dogs. And do they spent the last six months, seven months walking on their dogs to get them out on the 1st of November to go haunt them. There's, yeah. there's, there's a lot of other benefits that, to, to, to yeah. it. There's a lot of that, other... Admirable, that genuinely is admirable because, you know, I, I, anyone that would encourage young people to, you know, get out roaring and be under that, that's what... It's just... The wild part of it is really, to me, I just can't understand it. Why would you kill a wild species? I mean, you know, the likes of, uh, of pheasant are reared and, you know, they, 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 they're pretty easy to shoot, I'm sure... But, like, I, I no, can't gosh, understand it for like me, you know. Yeah. They, well, yeah. I, I, I would say they are, but... But, look, that's just my conversation. I'll bring in more people now. Just like, Shane, you mentioned hair as if it was hair today, gone tomorrow in the UK. There's still a million hair, hairs in the UK, and I'm reading up stuff here. They're saying the reason, the reason for the decline is nothing to do with, um, uh, what do you call it, hair coursing being banned. It's to do with do with the fact that there are large organised shoots in uh, the UK between, because there, there, there is, it's open season as well, and the hair does not have a close, close season in the UK. It can be open season here as well. Um, and oh, oh, the, and no, they say no, the, the, no, change, the change, no, the change and the change, there's nothing, nothing, I, maybe, maybe you can find it for me, but there's, um, there, there's nothing I can find um, uh, so far um, to well, say that the, the decline the in the number of hairs... It's due to. It's due to. I'm telling you where it is now. Okay. If you um, go on and look up the NARGC, that's that's the Irish one, or go on to Basque, they will. You can Google what okay. um, what the, the the dates are for different seasons for for yeah, Ireland. Yeah, can't can be shot. Well, the hair. What, what is the hair season in Ireland? Um. So it's, it's over. Oh, I'm, I'm, 
I wouldn't I wouldn't like to quote dates, but I think it's September through to the end of either January or February, I think it is. Sorry. Um I don't hunt hair. You need to have have a license to hunt hair and it's uh, you have to be part of coursing clubs. Yeah, um, okay. they, they, okay, they come yeah. under very special uh, okay stay, stay, stay with stay with a shame one double five one text Ted Cronin is from Sentient Rights Ireland Ted, hello how are you Ted Sentient Rights Ireland go ahead Ted hello Ted, Ted can you hear me yeah you're, yeah I can hear you okay you're, you're, you're listening to Shane. Your point, please. Yeah, uh, my point is uh, I'm from Thinking Rights Ireland and we're totally against all types of hunting. Um, down here in Kerry, there's companies that organise uh, foreigners from abroad um, to hunt wild deer, uh, wild goats, uh, sheep, um, and it's 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 a it's a clean ground, and Kerry is a beautiful country, or county, yeah. uh, and it goes on in other counties. Um, we're totally against it. You know, deer of sentient beans, uh, goats mm-hmm. of sentient beans, birds of sentient beans. You know, why can't people go clay shooting instead of killing innocent birds? Well, Shane, right, so. Deer don't have a natural predator, and wild goats don't have a natural predator in Ireland, okay? So, the way it works for deer is, they don't just die of old age, they die of starvation. So, as they get older, their teeth wear down, and you can longer feed them. Can you prove that? Yes, you you just read a book. Yeah, read a book. So, what happens there is... Is Has research been done on that? What's that? Could you show me research on that? My research, yeah, the same research you have on, on animals being sentient beings, okay? So anyway, what happens is the deer die of starvation. Right? That's, that's how they die, because there's no natural predators, right? So what Look going on the side of the Killarney National Park. Yeah, well, well the National Park... Have we been in Killarney National Park in the size of us? Yes, yes. And they're still going, and they're still called deers. And out on the mountainsides around Killarney, there's groups of people going off track that they're not supposed to be shooting, going into forests where they're not supposed to be shooting, and, you know, and they're putting up pictures that you'd see in America or Australia, and they're posing behind a wild mountain goat holding its horns, or posing behind a deer, an innocent deer, and they're posing, and they're sending these pictures on Facebook and TikTok, you know, these brave people with their guns killing them. Okay. Do you, watch, do you watch football, do you? Uh, of course I do, yeah. Okay. So when, when you're... I don't know what football has got to do with killing sentient Well, animals. if you give me a chance to answer you, I'll, give, uh, I'll tell you, right? So when, when your team wins the cup, what do they do? They post the cup and the all the team there with the banners and the whole lot. It's something similar when fellas go out shooting. No, yeah, but they haven't, okay? oh, come on. They haven't shot... They haven't you're shot. Me. They haven't shot the you, Sam McCarthy. Are you joking me? Or the Sam McGuire. Okay. Or the Liam right, McCarthy. So are you joking me that you're comparing winning a football match to killing a, an innocent mountain goat? Well, some people would see that as a trophy. They'll go home, right? The well, goat they're very sick people. Oh. Very oh. sick. What, what about someone killing the hare? Is that okay? Oh. In hare course, is it okay to kill the hare? Um, once the animal doesn't get wasted, if he if he's used to be eaten, okay there's no problem with that. Is it okay to kill an innocent fox that has cubs waiting well, for it to come home? Is that no, okay? See, no, you see, you don't you don't kill foxes when they're going to have cubs. <laughs> that would be during the season. So they don't kill the foxes. No, I didn't say don't kill foxes. I said they don't kill foxes when they have young. They kill them from September through to the end of February, so there would be no cubs. So it's just, have, that's you, have you ever party. seen videos of fox cubs being dug out? No, no, I haven't. No, and blooded to to the homes. No, so it's no, okay. It's, so to kill a fox, an um, innocent fox. No foxes innocent. They're predators. They're oh, are they predators? They're, fox, they're not sentient yeah. beings. No, I don't think so. And the, so is it no. okay to kill a hare? Yeah, he's going is to it, is, it okay to give, is it okay to give a rabbit to uh, a greyhound to blood the greyhound? 
Well, why would you do that? You don't. You, greyhounds don't want because every channel bloods bloods those greyhounds to make them run faster, to make them <laughs> eager to get them excited. Oh, where where did there. you get that? Where did you get that information? Or where did you get that research? Because I, I don't. I, I don't fancy of greyhounds, men, and <laughs> I've never heard them do that. <laughs> well, you, want to, you want to talk to trainers? I spoke to many. Can I finish my point? Can I finish my point? I've spoken to many trainers, a lot of them retired now, and they say that 99% of the trainers blood greyhounds on rabbits, hares, kittens, uh, piglets, chickens. Okay, and what's that meant to do for them? It makes them run faster. It makes them leave the trap because they think they're after blood. It makes them okay. eager and all excited. And oh, okay. a lot of greyhounds won't chase, and the greyhounds that don't chase end up with a bullet in the head. Okay. So and okay. Does, this, does all this talk start to really upset you? Does it what? Does it upset you? Oh, Jimmy, does it upset me? Yeah, does it, does it like, get you angry or just get a reaction from you? I'm not reacting. I'm, I'm only responding no. to you. But, but it's you're talking a, trash. A, 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 no, it's you're just talking a of trash. Okay, well, just keep insulting me. That's that's lovely. But it sounds like these fellas say these things just to wind you up because they say you get wound up easy, right? Now, so animal, you, cruelty you watch, animal cruelty doesn't exist in Ireland, so... Oh, it does. It does. In all forms. Well, you, you, you'd you want to be such a small bit about animal cruelty. You know that? Oh, I, I, I see animal cruelty every day. Do you? I see people with really, really overweight dogs walking in the park, and I think that's absolutely disgraceful. So, yeah. like being well, really we're, we're talking about killing dogs. dogs. We're talking about killing dogs and hares and foxes and wild mountain goats. Do you agree to holidays in Kerry, say, being advertised abroad? So people from abroad come over and they're given guns and they're, they're put into the mountainside and often go into forests where, where they have no business and they're not... Okay, Shane, have to take a break. Stay with us. By the way, breaking news. Unfortunately, uh, the former Prime Minister of uh, Pakistan, Imran Khan, we know him this part of the world mainly because of, he lived in London for so long and his cricket career. There's been an assassination attempt uh, on him. He's been shot and wounded in the leg. Uh, in he was on a protest march as you know he was deposed as a Prime Minister but there's been an assassination attempt on Imran Khan but he was uh, helped to a nearby car so it doesn't uh, doesn't uh, see or doesn't uh, it's not obvious at this stage that the uh, that the injury is life threatening he's been shot in the leg but it was an assassination attempt in the eastern Pakistan city of Wazirabad Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. It's been open season uh, for a lot of birds and animals since the beginning of September and a lot more since uh, this Tuesday, the 1st of November. And that's why Declan who contacted us. He thought, he believes, he's a big nature fan, as he says, I love birds. And he said the annual the annual slaughter of wild birds for, the ple- for pleasure... Um, started in uh, intensity on the 4th of November and it's time to ban it once and for all. Um, Roger, good afternoon. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Good. You were out hunting this morning? Yes. And what, yes. Were, you, what were you hunting? Um, out after deer this morning, Joe. And how'd you get on? I got a couple, all right, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't want the exact location, but what part of the country? Uh, the Midlands, yeah. Okay. And what do you, what do you allow to shoot, Roger? Well, you're, at the moment you're allowed to shoot. Uh, the doe season has come in since the 1st of November, so you can yeah, shoot does and stags now as well. You can shoot male and female now uh, at this present time. So, um, oh, but Joe, um, I just said I'd ring in because yeah. let people like that man know there that it's a way of life. It's been passed on from my grandfather to myself, to my brothers, everyone, all my family members, everyone. Like, it's... Um, a tradition it's a way of life you know if it goes back far enough hunter-gatherers like they have to be realistic about these things these people are, are giving out about they don't know anything about it they don't they're, they're only thinking cruelty cruelty that's all they're thinking they have no idea or they have no notion of of actually what goes on and the care and the consideration that us shooters have for nature 
and for the animals and what we put back in. Nobody realises anything like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, 95% of everything we shoot is eaten. You know, and it goes into a food chain there as well. There's game, there's game dealers now as well that take it in and it goes into a food, food chain providing food for people. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be realistic about these things, you know. Uh, Tom, it's Tom. It's um, you heard you heard uh, Roger there saying it's um, part of tradition. It's been going on for thousands. Where we began, hunter gatherer um, to survive, but now it's it's a sport. But it actually, as Shane said, it actually uh, improves. They believe the the numbers and the life chances because they look after the the hunting ground, so to speak. Um, and then Roger also said, Tom, that the 90% of what they kill is eaten, goes into the food chain. Do you want to reply to that, Tom? Well, it's just me, is it? Yeah, Tom. Is it Tom? Yeah, yeah. Harry, yeah. <clears throat> uh, yeah. Um, years ago, I was a shooter, you know. Okay. And uh, one morning I was out early, as you do, and I shot a, a two duck, uh, a duck and a drake mallard, was superb shooting, one with each barrel, one went left, one went right. And I shot the two of them. The next thing I had them upside down, blood dripping out of my mouth, and I thought, well, what the hell did these two good bastards do with me, you know? Okay. And uh, So you went well, out shooting, was, and you... Yeah, that's your and conscience you, getting at you, like, that's, that was, that's your uh, own personal no, let's, issue. Let's, 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 they were going along about their business quite happy, and suddenly I ended their life, you know. Um, <laughs> and how did you go? How did you end up going out shooting, Tom? Oh, well, I was kind of... In a, in a group, got yeah. Got into it yeah, as a young yeah, lad, yeah. and all that sort of thing. And it was all great crack years ago, you know. We were yeah. tough and brave as all these other shooters are still. And big, brave guys, aren't we? And uh, <clears throat> we can shoot from very safe... Havens where these poor creatures have to run and hide and try and get out of this crack somehow, you know. Not only that, but the amount of the amount of poor creatures that are wounded. None of these shooters will tell you. you know, I've seen it myself. Mm. You know, he's shoot a hare, he shoots a rabbit, and he runs off with squealing into the bushes. God knows where he ends up, or he dies. You know. And yeah, uh, I just and say something, Joe. There. Like, if you start down this road about animals like that, where does it end? Like, it, you can start talking about fishing, well, you can start end, talking about chickens, cattle in abattoirs. So they all face death. Like, they're it's, all in the food chain, it's, like, you know? It's just, another, it's just another form of murder at the end of the day because we're, we're shooting these poor, harmless, defenseless creatures, you know? No, like, but it's there only for the shooting guys. It's like that. Guys to shoot, they wouldn't be there only for us. Huh? Like all them birds and pheasants and all, they wouldn't be there only for us. They wouldn't and all be the ducks. <laughs> like we That's release a, thousands of ducks in this yeah, country so every all year, and thousands of all you're doing is releasing them so you can have another. You'll have more to shoot next year. But really, you know, if you release, say, for a gopher, I released uh, five hundred yeah. pheasants. They. Yeah. The return on that might be a hundred yeah. if you're looking. All that is died. All that is died. Imagine uh, doing so you like don't know this, what right? you're talking about, you see. You don't know what no, you're no, talking no, about. You're on the field. I most certainly do. I just know what he's talking about. I most certainly do know what I'm talking about. I live in the countryside and I know well, then the, exactly what it's like. To well, then and, I, and I did You could say it's cruelty then to bring cattle to an abattoir it is, and to slaughter it, 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 them. And it's cruelty for chickens to be slaughtered. So where does it end? Where does it end? Where are you going to, you know... Put it this way, right? Put it this way, right? Mm-hmm. There's no meat on the there. shelves in there. Let, 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 let Tom finish. Let Tom finish. You know, you might as well take meat off the market altogether. Okay. We'll do it this way, right? Mm-hmm. Suppose you walk up a long driveway to your mate's house, right? And next yeah. thing, anyhow, you next thing is pitch dark, and all of a sudden you hear these two dogs coming running out at you. You know, they're vicious dangerous dogs and you run like hell for the gate yeah you know and you're terrified right you've you're absolutely okay. terrified yeah well why should why should animals and creatures be put under that sort of stress right you're comparing a human being's fear with an animal's fear 
out into the wilds of Africa. They use this same stupid expression that they... You're coming ahead at all angles now. You're coming ahead trying to stop it, but you're not making sense. Okay, well, we'll stay with Well, we'll let the listeners decide whether people are making sense or not. No, at the end of the day, it's been done for thousands of years to put food on the table. And it's just another form of murder, you know. And it's also keeping down numbers. If you didn't shoot and keep things, keep on top of these animals, the whole country would be overrun with yeah. them. Keep on top of the poor devils, yeah. Good on you. Brave, you know, it's just real bravery. Just go out with a shotgun full of bloody cartridges and bag full of... And, and that other thing as well, blasting lead into the countryside as well, you know, that's another thing. This, what what, what weapon did you... What ammunition did you use this morning, Roger? Um, a three oh eight, uh, 150 grain bullet. Is that lead? Yeah, it's a lead tip, yeah, when it impacted. And did you did did the did the uh, deer go down with one shot? Oh straight away, yeah, humane. Hmm. And where did the where, where, where do you aim for, Roger? Shot. I can't hear you though, that man just talking there. Sorry, what Roger, where do you aim for, Roger? Well you aim there's there's different you know, you can aim for the head if you're close and accurate, you can aim for the neck, you can aim for the heart and lung. They're all instantly humane lights out straight away the minute that bullet hits them. There's no pain, there's no suffering, anything. If you if you know what you're doing and well, what about nowadays Tom, what about what about Tom's point does the the surviving uh herd, be it the the surviving deer surely miss the deer that's dead. I sure now you're trying to say how sentimental deer feel and all that. There's nobody it can't compare you know Human feelings to animals. Would you shoot? Would you shoot a dog? Would I shoot a dog? Yeah. If I had to, if it was my no, own, would you, and it no, yeah, would you shoot? One, no, would, would you yeah. would you shoot your pet dog? The point is, see, you're not making fair enough, you know. Well, if, if, like, if a deer, know, if a deer has no feelings, would well, I shoot my pet dog? It, so what would I shoot my pet dog for? Exactly. So I wouldn't have him as a pet if I didn't want yeah, exactly. him. Exactly, but he is an animal. Yeah, I'm not going to eat him. But he is an well, animal. That's irrelevant what you're going to eat him or not, because some countries they do eat him. I wouldn't shoot my dog, my pet dog, because of my pet dog, and I don't eat well, him. Why I don't is want to put him in my freezer. You shoot, but, but, you shoot a fox. Why would you shoot a fox? A fox isn't much different to a dog. The fox is taking me, yeah, he was taking my chickens at home, I shoot him. He's exactly my chickens are the lambs. If your dog attacks your chucks, you go and shoot him then, yeah? If my dog, no, he wouldn't do it. <laughs> well, okay, it would be hypothetical here. If your dog went out and attacked your chucks, would you go out and shoot him? Well, he wouldn't do it. He no, wouldn't. If, he wouldn't if, if, okay. he, he is a dog. Answer like. the question. Answer the bloody question. If your dog, okay, he won't do it, but just supposing he did do it, are you going to just go out and shoot him, yeah, if he, t- if he attacked and killed your chucks? If he, no, if he did that, no, but if he attacked a person or bit a person, yes, I would. Okay, but he's all right to attack the chucks. But then, but a minute ago, sir, you if said he killed them, I just took them and put them on the table. The second, ago, eat them. The second ago, you said that. Uh, so what about it? That the fox needs to be shot because he goes and kills chickens. So, uh, so there you go. So what about if your dog, dog goes and him. kills chucks? Huh? See, you're trying to put me in a corner now and trying to snare me. No, you're, well, no, you're, you're, you're already in a corner, really, and truly, no, you're no, just trying you to get are, out. You, <laughs> you are because if everyone is to have your opinion, they'd never eat a sausage. Tom, what about what about the point that? Like There'll be a lot of people out of business, butchers and supermarkets, they're listening to this man. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, uh... <laughs> yeah, but that, that's, that's, that's people's choice. But Tom, uh, the, the, like, the, what was the predator for the deer in Ireland? The wolf, I presume, was it at one stage? We had wolves on, in Wicklow. If you, let nature, if you let nature do its own thing, that's it, you know, that's fine. But they're not out to murder things. But are hunters, are hunters not replacing wolves? You follow me? Correct, Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, well, you see, man probably got rid of them in the very beginning, so it's, it's down to him to put them back, put the place back where he found it, you know. We've destroyed this planet pretty much with everything. We murder everything, you know. People like but you are destroying the planet the way you're going on talking rubbish. Your man, uh, your man there, that's, uh, whatever his name is, um, that says about the dogs, he wouldn't shoot his own dog if he attacked Roger, the Roger, yeah. quite all right. Yeah, Roger, sorry about that. It's quite all right for him to uh, shoot a fox that attacks the chokes. 
And Joe at RT.ie. Deirdre Nikahur. Deirdre, you're listening to uh, the arguments for and against. Um, but you say you heard Ted Cronin from Sentient Rights. He's still on one of the lines back there. Go ahead, Deirdre. Uh, well, I'd, I'd have to say that um, I agree 100% with Ted. Uh, he's a great voice for for um, for animals um, in a world where, you know, we're in biodiversity collapse and we are, uh, I mean, the last thing we need to be doing is going out killing for pleasure, uh, especially now when we're in climate catastrophe and biodiversity is in, in a real crisis around us. So, um, and I would also agree with, I think it was very much who, who said, um, you know, he he talked about how animals are sentient, and of course, of course they are. You know, we mm. I've seen a a, a, a rescue fox, um, you know, being rehabilitated, and the sweetest thing you could ever come across. You know, so of course, of course, they feel pain, they feel terror. That's what sentience is about. Um, so I I would you know yeah I I just can't wrap my head around why people want would want to go out. Well, and one of the reasons is they aim at anything and shoot it. I I it just isn't. But it in is. My, but that, that was the opening point and that was the opening call uh, from Declan, Deirdre. He was saying that as and from last Monday and goes back even to September in other uh, species, as and from last Monday, there's a whole list of birds that you can legally shoot. Yeah, yeah as, I'm aware of that, yeah. You know, there's nothing illegal in it. You can't call it murder because it's legal. Well, I, I didn't call it murder. No, no, it's, sorry, it's, I don't, I'm only trying to make yeah, a general point. It's sorry. one step removed from it, like really, isn't it? Because they have uh, no chance, they have... And actually, I was out walking yesterday and I met a, a guy walking down the road with a gun under his arm. And I just thought, God, you know, really? OK, well, you, can, you can talk to Tony in Monaghan. Tony, good afternoon. Joe, how are you? Have you a gun under your arm at the moment? No, I haven't sitting here in the car beside me. That's what I mean. Yeah, so you're out shooting at the moment. I've just finished. I got back into the car and I heard the debate. And what were you out shooting? I was out hunting deer. How'd you get on? Didn't get any. Sure, it's not as easy as some people think. Yeah, but did you get close? Did you stalk? I stalked for six miles across country for three hours. And what went wrong from your point of view? Well, that's hunting. Sometimes you, yeah, you yeah. see them and sometimes you don't. And when is the last time you stalked successfully? The last time I stalked successfully was about six weeks ago. Okay, and, and what, was the, what was that you shot? That was a deer. Okay, what age was the deer? You're allowed to shoot any deer, are you, at this stage? No, there's a season, two months, September to the end of October, is stags only. Yeah. November to December is boats, and January to February is does only. At, at the moment, can you not shoot a deer, even an ant, an anter less deer, less Indeed. than, less than yep. a year old? That is correct, Joe, yeah. And they but, that's, but, that's, but that's a baby deer. Well, it's about it's 40, 40 kilos. Uh, I wouldn't exactly regard it as a baby. Well, it's less than a year. Yeah, but sure, the best meat is uh, a yearling. Okay. And have you shot anything else lately? Uh, we were out pheasant shooting on Tuesday. Okay. I didn't shoot any because, again, they're not quite as easy as people think, but we did shoot two, a group of us. Generally, they're not quite as easy as people think, and yeah. sadly, the poor pheasant has to suffer that because he gets winged, and the well, poor Tom, young deer loses his parents, Tom, and yeah, that's the end of that. Rough Tom, you know? Tom, yeah. Both pheasants were dead when they hit the ground, and yeah, that's hunting. I respect shot, your right not to eat yeah. meat. All I ask of you is that you respect my right to eat meat and to hunt. Ninety percent of the population in the world eats meat. Yeah, but uh, we're, so we're talking about we're, wrong Tony, right. Tony, we're talking about hunting today. We talk about me every other day. We talk. We're I talking hunt about hunting and today. I eat what I shoot, Joe. That's what I do. Tom, what do yeah. you think of that? Or Deirdre, Deirdre, what do you think? You, that's well, Tony. You said you you walked past someone two days ago with a with a, a shotgun. Tony is sitting there with his shotgun beside him. No, it's actually, actually a rifle, Joe. A rifle. Sorry, my mistake. Yeah. My mistake. Um, Deirdre, what would you like to say to Tony? Well, I, I mean, I suppose that's his prerogative. If, if that's what you know, if he enjoys that, that's his business. But um, I, I just absolutely wouldn't wouldn't see how you could enjoy inflicting pain and 
or death. I, I don't. Death, I don't. I don't enjoy inflicting pain on, on, on anything. Whatever you, you know. So I, I, I really, I can't wrap my head around it. And again, we are in massive diversity collapse. Like we are, every species is in trouble. Every species so is in trouble. So if we're taking every species is in trouble. We're in climate catastrophe. I don't know if you've been we, watching the science, but we, we UN report out last week. We are we're, absolutely destroying the planet. We're rapidly destroying the planet rapidly. Yeah, we are. And, uh, yeah, we're, 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 I, I don't think... Okay, and that's scientific. Uh, okay, let Tony back in. Tony. You I don't think the hunters are responsible. Tom, you can talk over me if you like, but if you want me to actually answer you... Go ahead, Tony. Biodiversity collapse is not the responsibility of hunt. It is mainly habitat loss and global warming. In our local gun club, we sponsor large areas of game crop which is biodiversity and pollinators. We give grants to the local farmers and we work with them. So we are actually a positive, not a negative. It'd be just as easy to go down the shop and buy something. Why would I, why would I buy a chicken that has been uh, intensively farmed? 90% of the meat I eat. Okay, well, how, well, Tony, how is your campaign to get rid of the intensive farms going? It's, I, I don't judge the people. Well, Dan, who, so, so don't introduce but I don't them. Judge them. See, if you're introducing that to get at Tom. No, but, 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 but Tom's but, but on the other hand, the other hand yeah. you're saying, you're, you're, this is this whataboutry stuff. Why, why aren't you doing something well, about farm chicken? It, it well, you're not, you're not doing nothing about farm chicken, so don't lay it on yeah. poor Tom's it actually, table. It's actually a choice. I actually grow quite a lot of my food, Joe. Yeah, vegetables. great, great, great. Yeah, but my choice is that I would like to have, you know, a, a, an animal that is effectively free range, that is humanely killed. I prepare the meat from the what field about the to the animal? Do they think that, do they think, oh, I'm going to stick my head up here because this guy likes free range food? Maybe that's what he thinks. Well, you know, am I, am I not entitled to like free range food? No, but what about the poor animal, the creature you're shooting? He what, what about it? Matter, well, anyway. Tom is saying, what about the free range food? Yeah, he doesn't hear him the matter, is he? Let's talk, let's talk, let's talk about the deer. Okay, let's just talk, let's talk, let's no, you would have to do a proficiency course, oh, okay. and then, and then you would have to be actually tested by somebody like me, who is an approved certifier, who okay. would then uh, take you and see. Well, to boost, I'm, yeah. I'm actually not a bad shot, Tom. Now, if you Good want to man. make it personal, feel oh, no, free, no, no, but, but I, I won't descend to those levels. He's not being personal. I'm saying the point that you're obviously a super duper shot. But what about I'm not the a bad shot. I'm not a bad shot. Yeah. Okay. What about the yeah. other millions but I take of people that care. There? Actually, they're not even millions of people. They're in the minority. But what about the other so-called maxmen? They go out and they they shoot a poor deer. They hit him in the face. They hit him in the legs. They hit him in the mm-hmm. thigh. They hit him wherever. But well, they don't don't tell me I, that there's always a clean Tom, kill. I saw it on TV and different documents. But Tom, do, Tom, do you accept that in some parts of the world, some parts of the country, some parts of Ireland, that for example, they're, they're there'd be too many deer and they'd be eating crops and... Well, there you go, you see, that's all down to man's priority. But you're... Man has to have the no, but, no the, sorry, if the question I suppose I'm getting to is... Do don't you, call the deer, just just uh, go out and do some sort of a thing that they don't breed properly or something. I don't like know. sterilization. No. Like, like no can I actually give you, can I give you a real example? I'm, I'm sitting in a farmyard now. The farmer here Tommy, in the yeah. summer had a herd of 25 deer destroying his silage, right? Now, he rang me. I explained to him, because it was outside the season, I couldn't do anything about it, unless we got a Section 42, which you can apply for, if it is crop destruction. And I came on the 4th of September to shoot deer to reduce the numbers, not to wipe them out, not to blast them or any of that emotive term, to reduce the numbers to a manageable level, and also to eat the meat. Yeah. And how many did you shoot, Tony? I shot one. Oh God, you went, you and, you know, and you know what? When I shot that deer, you went very good that day. Well, Joe, all I wanted was one. But I thought the farmer wanted rid of the 25. Yeah, but but do you know what happened when you. No, there wasn't a million. I said it was 25. So when you shoot deer, 
Yeah. And you walk down in full visibility of the other deer and you retrieve the deer, they usually go away. Why? Because they're afraid of you, Joe. So, so in other words, they are sentient. They did learn. Well, you know what, Joe? So the they're saying, argument, the well, sentient no, argument is, is a very interesting you're argument. You're saying, I shot one deer, the rest of the deer scarpered, mm-hmm. but, but they didn't, they wouldn't have known, unless they were somehow sentient, they wouldn't have known that the other deer hadn't dropped out of a cardiac. How, would Every, they, how did they know that okay. the deer that's on the ground beside them had been shot by you, by shot by anybody, had been shot I'll te- full I'll, I'll tell you why, Joe, because what I did was I walked down. Now, if I wanted to shoot 25 of them, I wouldn't have walked down that field. But what I wanted to do was put those deer away from that silage. Yeah, put the fear, put the fear into them. The farmer wanted you to shoot 25 of them. So you, and you only no, got no, one. Fair fair he didn't, he didn't. Tom, Tom, no, he didn't say you know, that. No. You but said Tom, you, Tony, I think you're the guy that said you hunted. But if yeah, you think uh, you can, gave, he gave it up. But Tony, are you, know, you're, but you're saying you can't put fear in. You can put fear into deer. I didn't say that, Joe. But you're saying you, that's the way you shot one of them. You walked yeah. down the field. The rest of them saw you. The rest of them ran away. Why? Yeah. Do you know why? Because that is a prey response to a predator approach. So they knew you were a predator. Well, I'll tell you what. The deer I want to know that when somebody shoots the deer and they walk down the field, it's probably not a good idea to hang so around. So they're intelligent deer. I'd imagine they're, I'd imagine I'm they're sure, enough sure right deer have say. some level of intelligence. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I think... Why don't the deer come along so and just say, right, there's one got shot. I'm going to just... Let's all line up. We'll all get shot as well. Or else I think are that's they unlikely, say Tom. What? I think that's very unlikely. Eileen McCormick, Eileen, good afternoon. We're in County Kildare. You say you're listening to Tony and Ted and Roger and Shane and Declan and Deirdre. Your, your point, please, Eileen. Tony and James are still there. I'm not interested in shooting in any, of any description, but I'm annoyed. Uh, this big issue that the, those shooters go around the countryside, and I know there is some land assigned to yeah. uh, gun clubs, but there is land that is not assigned to them, and they still trespass on it. And the other thing is that they shoot very close to houses. Mm-hmm. I had that experience myself here where my puppy was out, and uh, he was barking at these guys. Yeah, of course. And they fired shots over him just to get rid of him. Now, it didn't kill him, obviously, but they, they, they fired shots over the dog. And I was, I was outside the field um, just trying to call him back in. And this is what happened. Now, they're breaking hedges, they're breaking gaps in hedges, they're leaving gates open, um, animals are in danger of escaping onto roads. That's another side to all this, you know? It's, it's well, okay to have a sport. And, I'm not against the sport. And, and when you say they shot over your dog, you obviously had had words with them. I didn't because they went right down the field. Okay. Oh, no. They I'm sorry, I didn't catch that like lady's that. name, Joe. If anybody fired shots over dog, you should ring the guards and report them. Under no oh, circumstances. Yeah, well, it, to me, that would be a police matter. And I think... In a situation like that, how can you, you be should? Whether you can't, you can't get names from the guys who don't know who they are because they're no, away from you. Well, I, I don't expect you to get their names. What I expect you to do would be to ring the local guard station and get a response from them. And hopefully, hopefully those people will be arrested. That would be my opinion. As regards gates and gaps, mm-hmm. any hunter who does that will not be back on that land shooting. Full stop. Well, they should not stand the land in the first place. It's not assigned to them. As regards land is not assigned. There are gun club lands, there are case lands, and there are individual permissions. If, yeah. somebody is, if somebody is hunting on land that they do not have permission on, it is a breach of the, the Wildlife Act. I'm well aware and of all actually, that. Yes. And they shouldn't be doing it, and again, they should be reported other, to the other other How do you, how do you enforce Joe? that? Yeah, sorry, Eileen. Yes. Like, Eileen, yes. 
I have actually lifted the phone and reported people to the guard okay. who were oh, hunters if I thought they were breaking out. And I have absolutely no problem with that because we do not want them in, in our hunting community. Full stop. Sure, another now, point, please. Yes, yeah. Eileen. Yeah, Eileen McCormick. Yeah. There are uh, people that go out hunting illegally at night time with lights, planting mm-hmm. exposed. That has happened around here as well. Right. I, I have reported it. And it's not very nice to be happening to, especially elderly people who get frightened. They see lights I don't in hunt, the I don't hunt with shop. lamps. And I, I tend to agree with you, Eileen. Um, you cannot hunt any game species with a lamp. Full stop. Again, it's a breach of the Wildlife Act. And again, those people that. should be reported. I know that. I know now that. May I, do it. Now, may I ask a question, Joe? Because the yeah. hunters have answered a lot of questions here. Now, it's, I'm not sure it's the, the gentleman, I think it's a Tom Sentient uh, Animal Group. I don't know whether he's a vegetarian or a vegan or a meat eater. But if he's a, a, a. Sorry, Tom, what did you say? Tom is gone for the time being. Oh, Tom's gone. Yeah. Because let, let me make one point. Vegans are entitled to their choice of food, and I have no problem with it. Mm-hmm. But don't let them say that no animal is harmed producing their food. Millions of invertebrates and small mammals are killed during the production of vegetarian and vegan diets. That's just a fact. You can fact check it, Joe, and your excellent researchers will tell you that is the case. So they don't have any problem with small animals dying for their food. They just have a problem with some of the larger animals that hunters no, want they don't, yeah, I don't because they think they're cute looking. Yeah, I don't know and I actually think they're cute looking as well. Like but that. I eat them. And to, right. he, to eat them, I have to shoot them. That's it. Um, and J- James doesn't make me a bad okay. person. <laughs> so that, well, I'd let James in. He's been waiting a long time. James, your quick point, please, before the break. Yeah, uh, for a start, I'm not against shooting. But they shouldn't be allowed to grouse, snipe or woodcock which are an endangered species here, and yet the department allows them to be shot. That's it's probably right. not the yeah, gun club's fault, but the, the wildlife department allow them to be shot. They're on the list. And also, uh, the likes of hare, they should not be allowed to be shot. They're becoming endangered. They're coming less and less in the countryside, you see, less and less of them every year. And they shouldn't be allowed to be shot or be hunted with dogs. The only birds that should be allowed shot mm-hmm. is the birds that you release, like pheasants and, wo- and uh, well, duck. And I'll tell you, in New Zealand, they're, only, they're not allowed to shoot endemic uh, species in England, or in New Zealand at all, which is a great idea. It means that any birds that are endemic to the country, they're not allowed to be shot. But if you want to release, uh, release thousands of pheasants and shoot them, go ahead, because you've released them, or thousands but of ducks, go ahead. But isn't, isn't, oh, isn't, okay. isn't, that what the, isn't that what the gun club say, James? We rear the pheasant and help the pheasant yeah. uh, to, to, to expand the, the size of the flock, and that's how we can shoot them, and we never shoot the amount that we rear. Yeah, there's no problem with shooting. It's the shooting grouse, snipe yeah, but, and woodcock. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, but the, the initial right. call from Declan and then uh, taken on then by Ted and Tom, they were arguing that the, we shouldn't shoot anything because they're sentient beings. OK, back after this break. Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Joe Duffy! Talk to Joe on 0818 715 815. Catherine, Catherine Morrow's in Wicklow. Catherine. Hi there. Yeah. No, I'm, I've listened to part of this discussion and um, I was delighted to hear the, the two men who were on and if only the world was full of people like that, we'd be all be okay. a lot happier. I just think that um, and several points... No, tell, no, no you get to, just your, the, your unique, unique point at the moment about there's a deer in your garden. Oh, well, no, that, that really wasn't... Oh, is that unique? Well, there was. There was a, an orphan deer in my garden this okay. spring, um, presumably because presumably because the mother had been shot, because there, is, there are quite a lot of licences given for um, all-night shooting, for instance, mm-hmm. and uh, all-year-round shooting. And because you, do, you can't actually find out any longer very easily who has these licences and who hasn't because of data protection... Um, you don't even know whether people shooting around you are actually poachers or not. I live in the middle of the country. Um, okay. I have approached poachers. If I find if wow. there are poachers around, I, I do approach them, and I take their number, and I do report them. 
Um, no would, you, one's would, you, me up. would you approach them at night time? I do, yes. I've approached them in the middle of the night quite frequently. I've been abused from from Jeeps by people. It's quite intimidating to come across. And what do you say to them, Catherine? Well, well, I mean, when I know that they are actually poaching, I I tell them they're shooting way beyond the time. I mean, there are time limits. And what do they say to to you? Oh, well, they might tell me to F off or something. But sometimes they just say, oh, we're just going now or we haven't got anything. You know, they make excuses. Okay, let me listen. You know, also, somebody did mention there that the young deer were the were the best meat and he you know likes eating yeah. it well that is not a cull you can't be going around shooting baby deer and thinking that you're culling if you were doing a proper cull which i am not in favor of and i mm. am a vegan by the way um you would be actually taking out to use that horrible expression the very elderly and the diseased animals good point, the yeah. diseased ones you okay, probably good would point, not point, Catherine. Yeah. Ra- dr you know? ravi dr ravi praga ravi good afternoon Hi, Joe. Good afternoon. How are you? You're good, thanks. You're listening to the conversation. I am, Joe, indeed. Actually, I'd like to begin with, you know, the way, I mean, I've been hearing this uh, on, on this show for the last hour now. Oh. The first thing I wanted to point out was the way people were talking about animals coming into the farmlands. And, mm-hmm. Joe, I think we should also remember that, you know, this is all because of deforestation and industrialization. Um, and, of course, uh, animals co- sometimes cause you know, has its problems. But the first, the reason, the first place that they are in in a place that where they shouldn't be is because we are occupying, we are occupying their forests, we are cutting down trees. And we should remember that man is an omnivore, so he eats, you know, plants and animals, and right. so are some animals that are, you know, apex predators. But that is all based on necessity for food. There is no need to go and fun, hunt for fun, you know. Like talking about vegans and vegetarians, yeah, of course, it's their it's their opinion that they don't want to eat it. But if you want to eat, you have you you know there is plenty of meat production. There is Aldi and Little. You don't have to really go and hunt for fun and say I'm going to bring this home and eat okay. it. You know. Okay. Okay. Um, I've got to leave it at that. Uh, thanks indeed. Where are you from originally, Ravi? India. Oh, India. Okay. Okay, um, thanks. And you're based in Sligo. Well done, a great hospital, Sligo University yeah. Hospital, a busy hospital. Okay, apologies to the people we couldn't get in today. Back tomorrow at one forty-five. Fergus Weenie produced and Catherine Thomas is next. 0818-715-815 stays open until 3.15pm or email joe at rte.ie.